Hey church, last week we began to speak about the idea of health versus toxicity, right? Choosing to live healthy lives rather than unhealthy lives. And we were really zeroing in on this idea of unhealthy recognition and attention. That sometimes we are seeking for um, attention in the wrong place, recognition in the wrong place. And that can become extremely unhealthy for our lives. Did you know that God wants us, the church, to be a picture of health for the world? Not just health in our bodies, but also in our minds, health in our souls, our spirits. And it's funny, I ask myself the question, why do we choose toxicity over health? Why do we choose unhealthy things, unhealthy mindsets, unhealthy actions? Why do we choose that? And you know that toxicity actually sometimes feels good. It's so true. Choosing unhealthy ways of being and unhealthy choices, toxic choices, oftentimes, at least for a moment, feels really good. It's a bit crazy and a bit weird, but there's, there's an easy way that I can illustrate this for us, right? My wife will tell you that if I've ever had a long day or I'm ever struggling or it's just been a difficult week or a difficult moment, that she'll always be able to tell if I've had a long day because all I want to do is eat. That's how I deal with those feelings, right? I don't know if you ever felt this way. Just a really long week, a really tough day. What you want to do, I want to eat, I don't just want to eat. I want to eat everything. I, don't just, I want to eat my plate. I want to eat your plate. I want to eat everyone's plate, right? I want to eat everything I can get my hands on. I want to stuff my face. And I don't just want to stuff my face and eat everyone's plate. I want junk food, right? That's what I want. She'll always be able to tell because I'll be like, you know what? Let's go to McDonald's and just get, you know, like five burgers and six plates of chips and two chocolate shakes and I just want it. I just want to stuff my face. Immediately she'll say, what's wrong? What happened to you, right? What happened in your day? And that's the way that I deal with those kind of stressful moments. It's the way that I want to kind of be and how I deal with those things. But how many of you know that that's not really a healthy way of treating my body, right? In that moment, right? When I just stuff my face full of junk food, for a moment, I feel good. I feel kind of pleasure. But it's actually not a good thing for my body. There's nothing healthy about that food. There's nothing healthy about eating that much food. And I pay for it in time when I don't feel good. But in that moment, toxicity feels good. I don't know if you have anything like this, right? It's kind of a, a simple or a funny story, but the reality is in all of our lives, we often choose toxicity because in that moment, it feels good. It feels good to get back at that person. It feels good to emote and shout out your feelings. It feels good to make a choice that hurts someone else but makes you feel good. It gratifies you for a moment, but oftentimes, it's toxic and in the long run, it actually damages us. You know that in every one of these situations, God gives us a moment to choose. There is a moment where we get to choose to respond to the situations and the people in our lives, or we get to choose to react to the situations and the people that we face. 
Either we choose how we respond or the choice is made for us when we react. Come on, I'm just going to take a minute to say that again. Either we choose how we respond or the choice is actually made for us when we react. See, when we react, we're not actually making a choice, not a guided and, and, and well thought out choice at all. It's as if the choice is made for us. And when we choose to respond, the consequences are based off our response. But when we choose to react, the consequences are whether we like it or not. Often the toxicity that we generate comes from the reactions we have to things that we face. Sometimes we just feel, we just wish that we could go back. I don't know if you've ever felt like me or been in a position like me, but sometimes I wish I could just go back that minute, go back those few minutes or that hour or that day, or just go back to that moment and make a different choice because the reaction that I gave, I regret later on. You know that when something unexpected happens, that is where the choice appears. Right, we're talking about how to live healthy in an unhealthy world. Last week we were talking about security. Today we're talking about the way we respond to things that happen in our lives. When something unexpected happens, that is where the choice appears. Do I choose to react or do I choose to respond? And last week our message was called Unrecognized. Today, our message is called React. Let's pray for a moment. Holy Spirit, we ask that as we set up this message today, as we're choosing to live healthier lives with healthier mindsets and in our lives and our responses to the people in our lives, we pray that you would guide our actions, that our actions would bring glory to you, that our actions would lead us on the right paths and bring life into our situations. We pray that today you open us up, you speak your word into us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So as we open up this message today, I want to ask the question, why do we do this? Why do we react rather than respond? You know, some of us might say, you know what, that describes me so perfectly. I'm just like that. I react all the time. I react to people. And then I wish later when, that I could go back and change my responses and, and change the way that I am. Why do we do this? Overwhelmingly, the reason why we do this is because of stress right? It's the inability to deal with the situation that is presented to us. We are forced into situations. We have something unexpected happen to us, something that we didn't plan for or something we don't really know how to respond to. And because of that, we react. We just immediately react. There's no time to think. There's no time to reason, no time to plan. And so we just react to the situations that are presented to us. And when these reactions become the norm, Instead of the exception, that's when toxicity comes in, right? When our reaction, when our normal way of responding to things in our lives is reacting to those things, when it becomes the norm instead of the exception, that's where it becomes majorly unhealthy to our lives. Reactions destroy relationships at home. They destroy relationships at work. 
They destroy situations, right? Now, just think about that, right? At home, parents, you know this with your kids, that sometimes you react to them instead of responding. Maybe they break something or maybe they do something they're not supposed to do. And instead of responding and giving consistency to that child, good discipline and training them, sometimes you react to them. And you know that when a reaction becomes the norm that can break the relationship between parents and kids, it's the same between spouses, right? Between you and your husband or your wife when they just do that thing that irritates you just so much instead of responding to them you react to them and sometimes we say and do things that actually destroy and tear down our relationships right and we wish that we could just go back and change those things it's when it becomes a norm instead of the exception that it really harms us. For some of us, this is happening at work, right? Our reactions to our bosses, our reactions to our coworkers. You know, some of us are praying for favor and wisdom in our jobs. We're praying for breakthrough. We're praying for promotion that is actually being hindered by the way that you are reacting to the people that you work with. And we're saying to God, God, bring breakthrough to my life. God, bring, bring promotion to me. But it can't come until we finally choose to say, I've got to deal with the way that I am reacting. It's not healthy. And it's not the way that God wants us to be. When reaction becomes the norm, it becomes toxic. Every one of us will do something that we regret. Every one of us loses it from time to time. And I want to encourage you not to destroy yourself or condemn yourself for the reality that you fail sometimes. Every single one of us is like that. I'm like that. Everybody is like that. There are times when you will lose it. But when it becomes a norm, it becomes a problem. And the buildup of these reactions can actually cause us to go down a road or down a path that we never intended to go down. It can actually lead us and our lives into a place that we never really wanted it to be. It can lead our relationships, our work lives, our relationships with our kids or our spouses into a space that we never really wanted it to be. It's the buildup of these reactions. We go down roads we never intended. It can have a significant impact on who we are and where we're going. Do you know today that God wants us to live in a way that brings him honor? A way that leads us along the path towards where he wants us to be and not away from it. He wants us to live in health. God wants the best for your relationship with your kids, for your kids' relationship with you. He wants the best for you and your spouse. He wants the best for you. And he will do whatever it takes to get you there. That's why he wants to talk to us about living in a healthy way. You know, the word has an, an awesome moment that talks exactly about this idea of reacting versus responding. And it's hidden in a place where we don't always understand or, or we don't really focus on. It's not something we talk about all the time. But if we dig into it, we'll see a really beautiful picture of what God wants to do inside of us and how he wants to change the way that we look and respond to situations in our lives. And so if you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to Mark chapter 16. We're going to read from verse 1 to 8. And this is a moment uh, after Jesus' death on the cross when he's in the tomb. Right? It's a story we all know really well, have heard many times, but sometimes we skip over some of these little details and moments where God just wants to impact us and talk to us. So we're going to read together. Mark chapter 16, verse 1. Come, let's read together. It says this, When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, Jesus' brother, so Jesus' mother Mary, and Salome 
bought spices so they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb? Let's take a break there and just let's align ourselves, get some context to this. Jesus has died. He's been buried. He's in the tomb. And after the Sabbath is done, no work can be done on the Sabbath. After the Sabbath is done, these three women go to anoint his body. What were they trying to do? They wanted to honor Jesus. They wanted to go and take care of his body. They were in the middle of the grieving process. Jesus had just died. He wasn't just a son. He wasn't just a friend, but he was the hope of the world. And to them, this was a massive loss. They were dealing with the pressure of having lost Jesus. You can imagine for Mary, his mother, that she had all these promises of God about how his birth was supernatural and miraculous. And now look where she finds herself on the way to his tomb where he is buried. Unbelievable. And this is where they're on the way to. And this is where you need to see the first picture of where we are at. You know, some of us are, are we feel like we're on the right track. You know, we, we can see in our lives where stress and difficulty is causing us to react. But you know what? We're actually trying to be on the right road. We're trying to follow the path that God has for us to the best of our ability. And I want to show you this because this choice doesn't only go for our difficult, unhealthy, emotional choices, but also the very real choices we will face on our journey with God. These three women were on the right road. They were doing the best they can. They wanted to honor God. They wanted to honor Jesus by going to anoint his body and take care of him, right? In the same way, you and I are on a road where we're going towards where we think God wants us to be. And we're not expecting something weird or something unexpected to happen. Don't forget that our reactions come out of that space of, of not knowing what comes next. And they could never have imagined what was about to happen next. Let's read on. It says, but when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. That is unexpected moment number one. Have you ever felt this way? When you, you feel like you're on the right path, you're finally getting it right at work, you're finally getting it right at home, or you're finally getting it right in ministry, and you're going one way, and then all of a sudden, something unexpected happens. Some curveball gets thrown your way at work. Maybe something happens, and you weren't quite expecting that. That's exactly what happens here. Unexpected moment number one is where they see that this tombstone has been rolled away. It's big, heavy stone. It's been rolled away. We continue reading. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. And they were alarmed. Unexpected moment number two. They expected to go into a tomb that would have no one but Jesus' dead body in it. Yet what they find is a young man who they don't know, dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right-hand side. Unexpected moment number two, they're 
being thrown off balance, right? They were on a journey, what they thought was a good and godly and honorable journey, and yet somehow they've been thrown off balance. He says to them, don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified, but he has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Okay, let's take a minute here. So you see now, they step into this tomb, they see this person, and they're alarmed, they're frightened. They, they're not sure what to do. Something unexpected has happened. And then he begins to speak to them, and he says, don't be alarmed. Don't be afraid. You're looking for Jesus, but he's not here. He is risen. He is not here. Go and tell the disciples. I'm giving you a job now, right? Go and tell the disciples that he's going ahead of you to Galilee. And he's going to meet you there just like he told you he would. Now, you and I can imagine in this moment, right, that this should be really good news. Yeah, a couple of unexpected things have happened, and they're kind of thrown off balance, and they're not really sure how to respond in this situation, but it should be good news, right? That Jesus is no longer here. He's no longer even dead, but he is risen, and he's going to go and meet you. They should be celebrating at this moment. But what is their actual reaction? Let's take a look. It says, trembling and bewildered, the woman went out and fled from the tomb. And they said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. See, when unexpected things happen in our lives, unexpected situations come our way, we don't respond. We react. That's exactly what they did. Why did they react in this way? Well, number one, this is not what they planned. They, they felt like they were doing a good thing. They felt like they were on the right road, on the right track. But this is not what they planned. And all of us, every single one of us, fears the unknown. When this man, when this person starts speaking to them, this person who might very well have been an angel speaks to them, they don't even know how to take what he is saying because it completely threw them off balance. And we all go through moments like this. We all feel this way. It wasn't planned. God, this is not part of my plan. God, this new job is not part of my plan. God, this new baby is not part of my plan. God, this, this moment, I thought I was on the right track. I thought I was going down the right path, but now all of a sudden, things have changed. I don't understand where we are, and it throws us off balance. And in those moments, that's the exact picture of when God gives us this choice to either respond to our situations or to react to them, to either choose a healthy way of being or to choose something that can be toxic for us. In this moment, these women were afraid. They were trembling and bewildered, and they fled from the tomb. Not only did they flee from the tomb, but they actually didn't even tell anyone what they were supposed to tell them because they were afraid. 
Do you know that so much of our reaction actually lies in fear? We react to our boss because we fear we don't have the right answer. We react to our kids because we fear we don't have what it takes to actually train them. We react to our spouse because we're afraid that they'll stop loving us. We're afraid that we'll not be good enough for them. There's so many things that cause us to react in this way. We fear the unknown. And so instead of responding by asking God to come and fill us with wisdom and understanding in those moments, instead of responding, we react. We react because we fear the unknown. But I want to just show us a picture of what Jesus was trying to do in this moment. It's something that he is saying to you and he's saying to me. What was Jesus' plan for them? We see it in verse 7. Let's read it again together. And let's see what God actually has planned for you, even in moments of uncertainty, when things don't make sense. He says this, But go, this is the man speaking to them, but go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Come on, are you getting what I'm trying to say today? Jesus is going before you. He's going ahead of you. Let me tell you this. If he led you on the path to where your job changes or you have to pivot in your workplace, if he led you on the place where you are in a marriage and something unexpected happens or there's a reaction or a response from your spouse that throws you off balance, if he led you to become a father or a mother to raise kids, then he has already gone before you. If he's led you to start a business, he's already there. He is there waiting for you just as he told you. And this is what gives us the strength to choose to respond instead of reacting. Any one of us that might have gone through a moment like this or is maybe even currently going through a moment where it's unexpected, there's fear of the unknown, things are not really making sense and we can feel that urge to react. We just want to react. Act, push those situations away. Get angry with our bosses. Get angry with our spouse. Get angry with the people around us. We just want to react to everything. I want you to see that even though there's a fork in the road, even though there's a pivot, there's a change that's unexpected, Jesus is already there. He's waiting for you. He's gone ahead of you to make the way for you. And this is how we get to, the, to find the strength strength to choose to respond instead of reacting, to remember that he goes before us. And there is a trust that we have to develop with God, that even though it's not our plan, even though we never planned to be in this space, to find this unknown, unexpected moment, even though it's kind of scary and there's fear attached to it, there is a trust that we have to develop with Jesus that he is going to be there waiting for us even when we have to make a hard choice. This is who God wants us to be. This is how he wants us to live healthy lives. You know, the reality is so many of us react to situations in our lives and we know we should respond, but it's too overwhelming. Here is the moment 
right? Here's the moment where you get to make the choice. You can choose to react just the way your flesh wants to, or you can choose to respond by his grace, by his power, by his love for you. Not thinking that, okay, I'm going to respond, I'm going to choose to go, I'm going to choose to have a good attitude, I'm going to choose not to lash out in anger, but I'm actually going to choose to speak love for myself. No, I'm going to do it because I know that's where Jesus is. He's already there. He's gone ahead of me. He's prepared the way. And so I can choose to respond in love. I can choose to respond to my boss who's now just told me that our entire company is being taken over by someone else and now my job's in jeopardy. I can choose to respond instead of reacting, knowing that Jesus is already there. I can choose to respond to my spouse who's giving me things that that I don't know how to deal with. I can choose to respond to my spouse because Jesus is already there. I can choose to respond and not react to my kids because I know that in their growth, and in their, in loving them, Jesus is already there. And even if I'm afraid that I'm not good enough or I'm not going to measure up or I'm not going to be good enough for my spouse, my job, my future, Jesus has already made the way for you. And if we are willing to walk that path, he's going to lead us in healthy ways to his future for us. See, when reactions become the norm, they become toxic and they can lead us to places we never wanted to be. They can lead us to ways of thinking. They can lead our hearts to places of anger, bitterness, brokenness that we never wanted to be. But when those situations come up, we can choose to respond to them instead of reacting, knowing that Jesus is already there. And he's going to meet you there just as he said he would. That trust and that hope, that faith is in him and not ourselves. He has made the way for you already. And church, I know that we don't react just for silly reasons. Sometimes the situations in our lives are really difficult to respond to. We don't even know what the right way to go is. We don't even know how to deal with these situations. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it hurts too much. Sometimes it's just overwhelming to us. I know how real life can get. And you can almost be forgiven for reacting in those moments because how do you even respond to something you don't know how to respond to? I get it. And it isn't easy. But God wants to lead us step by step, decision by decision, choice by choice, response by response towards trust in Him, towards hope that He's already made the way for you. And if that's you today, I'd love to pray a prayer over every one of us. Because every one of us is facing choices and difficulties, our families, our ministries, our jobs, our businesses. There's so many areas where we are facing difficult choices. And we just need to trust Jesus in these moments, allowing us to respond instead of reacting, overcoming that fear, that doubt, that stress, to step into where he wants us to be. If that's you today, I'd love to pray a prayer with you. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, we ask you today to come into our situations, to show us exactly where we have 
been reacting instead of responding and to help us understand why we're reacting instead of responding. It is so difficult sometimes, but we need to feel you. We need more of you. We need more of your grace. Holy Spirit, right now, will you just pour out a spirit of grace into every person who feels like they've hurt people, broken relationships, destroyed things in their lives because of their reactions? Will you remind them that you are the healer, you are the restorer, and that you will move in their lives, that it's never too late for them to choose to begin to respond instead of reacting. But also pray that you'll give us a trust, a hope, that not only do we have to make these choices ourselves, but that we can actually trust you, that where you are leading us is exactly where we should be, even if it's unexpected, even if it doesn't always make sense, that we can trust you, that we don't have to be afraid, but we can trust you in these moments. I pray right now, Holy Spirit, go in and give us the strength, give us the wisdom, give us the hope to stand on your word, that in these moments where we have to make this choice, that we will choose to respond, bringing life and health into our relationships instead of reacting, which brings death. I pray you give us that spirit you give us that heart today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Church, we are on the road to health. It's a road. It's not one day to the next. But when we choose to implement healthy ways of thinking, healthy ways of responding to the people and the situations in our lives, everything changes and it becomes amazing. So come on, let's continue to walk, even if we're struggling, even if it's difficult sometimes. Let's continue the journey towards Christ. I pray in Jesus' name.